Hello, welcome to another broadcast of Goffin and today, Mom's Edition. I'm here today with my co-host, Jessica Lindsay, Vanetta Carter, and April D. Messler. And we're talking about this is part three of a series we've been doing on de-stressing and reducing stress in our life. We've talked in the previous episodes about what stress does to us physically and emotionally and how it wears us down. We talked in the second episode about the power of prayer and going to God to communicate with him when we're under trials and tribulations. And in this one today, we just want to talk a little bit about some of the nuggets and some of the ways to reduce stress. And then our final episode will be on managing stress within the relationship of marriage, or with children and how and give you some keys or tools or uh, little nuggets to help you to manage that, reduce that in Jesus name. Amen. So I want to get started with the scripture reading. As always, we want to come to you with the word and uh, we are already prayed up and ready to go. And tonight, Vanetta is going to read to us out of Matthew uh, 31 through 34. Is that right? No, Matthew 6, 31 through 34. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Yes, and it says, therefore, do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For after all these things, the, the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knows that you need all these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Mm. You know, it reminds me to stay in the moment, stay in the day. And, you know, I think that the Lord, I, I used to read that scripture and I would be like, Okay, I'm not going to worry about what I eat. I'm not worry about what I'm going to wear. And then I would be frantically trying to find something to cook for dinner. Or I'd frantically be looking through the closet going, I can't find anything to wear. I th the Lord is not saying, do not be prepared. Do not be organized. Do not these things. He's saying, don't be stressed out about it. Do not allow that stress to come in and overtake you. And uh, so there's a whole lot of nuggets that we'll give you later on that. But go ahead, Jessica. Talk to us a little bit about the scripture what it means to you when you read that scripture. Uh, these are great scriptures. And just a note, uh, this is Jesus talking. So when Jesus is talking, like it's important, right? <laughs> um, and he's telling us there in, in uh, I believe it's the, is it verse 33 there? It says, but first and most importantly, seek his kingdom and his righteousness. And I'm kind of, I went on to the amplified version there. Sorry about that. Uh, but it says, okay. but first and, and most importantly, seek or aim at and strive after his mm -hmm. kingdom and his righteousness. I think so many times uh, we find ourselves stressed out because maybe we're not uh, uh, doing what God's asked us to do. Right. We, mm -hmm. we find ourselves doing good things. Right. But we're not doing what God's called us to do or asked us to do. And so if mm -hmm. we can stop for just a few moments uh, stop and, and reevaluate what we're doing and ask the Lord, are we doing Lord, what you've called us to do? Uh, obviously, I mean, those of all of us are mothers, right? So God has called us to be mothers. So we can't, you know, we can't get rid of that. <laughs> so <laughs> we won't even try to do that, but no, seriously. Um, you know, so therefore we do need to stop and say, okay, Lord, since our job is, is to be a mother, you know, 
teach us how to do that. Teach us mm-hmm. how to how to how to do that in the least amount of stress. So, uh, but other things, you know, asking God is what we're doing, what your plan is for us. Mm. It's really important to be walking in the calling of what the Lord has called us to do. But when it comes down to, um, I think it is very stressful to be disobedient. And um, if God has specifically placed something on our heart and we're not doing, you know, I like to close out the year and, and open the year every year, going back over words that have been spoken over me, going in just a reflective type of con- time to reevaluate where I'm at. And I really should do it much more often. And, you know, I do it kind of a little bit of check myself before I wreck myself on a daily basis. But if we are doing things that God told us not to do, we are going to be stressed out and stress will lead people to do things like overindulge with whether it's a substance abuse, whether it's gambling, whether it is, um, you know, shopaholic, whether it is uh, critical thinking, all of those mindsets, those things we fall into, those traps, those snares of the enemy. And if we are in worry, we are opening this huge door and we're saying, come on, devil, go ahead and stress me out some more because I'm over here building up this big tower of worry. And he will come in and just take us out with our own devices if we are not careful. So we've got to be careful to not be uh, in a place where stress, anxiety and all of those things come in and then forces us into blatant disobedience. Many people go there. They want to cope. They want to cover up the pain. They want to do things. And so if that is you and you are hurting and you get stressed out and you run to your favorite, you know, maybe, maybe it's just your binge and Netflix and, you know, and the Lord wants you to get in the word, you know, um, whatever it is that he's, that you're going through, run to the throne instead of the phone to, to complain to your friend about all of the things that's wrong and regurgitate all of the pain, all of the woes and all the negative confessions that we say, right? So sorry, I just got a little carried away there. So April, <laughs> what's your thoughts on the, the worry? I uh, I really love this particular scripture. Um, it helped me through uh, a difficult season in my life, and it was really bringing the Bible to life is what I did, you know, because at the very beginning of this, and it, it was so profound to me, but in my NASB translation, one of the titles in this particular passage says it's the cure for anxiety. And it starts in verse 25 and goes to 34. And so of course that was like, okay, I've got to check this out. There's got to be something to this. The Bible itself that I believe to be true is sitting here saying there's a cure for anxiety. So um, I just felt like uh, I would, you know, put that to the test. You know, it said, what really stuck out to me is, um, you know, consider the lilies. So mm-hmm. I literally went outside and we're out here in the country. And uh, when our pasture starts growing up, um, it starts doing sprouting wildflowers in different areas and stuff. Of course, I, there's not lilies out there. But it was the principle of the thing. So I went outside and I considered the flowers and and just went over that passage. And it it talks about how they don't they don't toil, they don't twist, but God still takes care of them. And then the birds, you know, birds chirp outside. 
but do we ever sit and think about them and how the fact that, you know, everything's provided for them, all their needs are met, you know, and everything that um, they have need of, it's, it's available for them. You know, they live, they're there, they exist, something's got to be providing for them, right? And so it's taking that time um, and to, you know, really just sit there and say, okay, God's providing for them. And he values me more than that is what this scripture says. So what does that look like in this season or in this time for me to be confident, to trust that I'm going to be okay, you know, and everything's going to be taken care of by not me, but my father, because he, he loves me. So that was, um, that's just my personal uh, attestation, you know, confession with this scripture, but it, it was me wrestling around with that relationship. It goes back to the relationship. Like, does God really love me enough to take care of me in this moment? And am I willing to trust him with my life, with everything in this very moment and just give it to him and, uh, and, you know, pray that he, <laughs> he does, you know, like it's, it's that, that thing where you don't, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, but you know, God, can provide for that he is able to we just have to take that step toward him and, and give him all that stuff and let him show up so that is so beautiful because it's very very important and i don't know about y'all but i can if there's something about getting out in nature that you really connect with god do you guys hear from him well at the beach I know I do. The sound of the waves and looking at the ocean that just seems endless. And it reminds me of infinity and, and heaven, what it's going to be like. Is I'm like, it goes on and on. And it's just such a beautiful thing. Or the ma majestic mountains. I mean, there's something about being in those settings where I feel closer to God. But I, you know, I early in my walk, I would have to have those things to, to really think that God is that big. But now, after years of, of hanging out with him and, and allowing him to mold me and shape me in a lot of ways and continuing, and I'll be on the potter's wheel until Jesus comes back. And sometimes I'm a little dizzier uh, from that because I'm constantly being shaped and molded. But now I can just close my eyes and I can say, Lord, your beautification of your earth and the birds and I can see the birds and, and uh, the birds are not stressing out going, I can't get a worm. Where's the worm? I don't know what I'm going to do. There's no worms. Have you seen the nest? The nest is falling apart. The baby fell out of the nest. I mean, you know, the birds don't do that. They're just hanging out singing, singing. And it reminds me of just how much more we need to just go out and breathe. You know, there's some um, scientific proof of, you know, grounding. And uh, I'm not going new age on y'all. Don't have to worry about that. But there are some things that are good for our body going out and coming in connection with the creation. You're taking your shoes off and standing in the dirt and um, things that, you know, will help us from a stress point. You know, we talked in the first episode about the importance of breathing. And now I'm talking to you about the importance of getting outside of the pressure. If you are in a workplace, I know when I was in corporate world, I get really stressed out. I would take a lap around the outside of the building and just getting outside and breathing fresh air. Sometimes you got to do that. If not, you'll be doing like, you know, the whole stress over everything. So it's just a little nugget. So Vanetta. I love this. We all, this scripture is so important to all of us. And uh, because everybody has found a time where we have been 
anxious, worried, stressed, and, and was not sure what to do. What is a, some of the applicable things that you see uh, from the scripture that we can take away? What jumps out at you whenever you look at this passage? Yes, um, I feel like a lot of times what the enemy tries to do is we know that the word of God says that the thief comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. So a lot of times I feel like what the enemy tries to do every day is rob us of the day by having us focus on tomorrow and yesterday. Ooh. So it's just so important that we continue to maximize every moment. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of times where some people is already in December, some people is already making their list for Thanksgiving. And it's like the Lord is saying, daughter, come back. You know, and it's so important that we are present. You have to be present in today. You have to be present with your kids. You have to be present with your spouse. You have to be present. And I'm I'm telling you, but I'm preaching to myself. I have to be reminded daily because, again, it's easy to say, come on, Jesus, this is what we're doing. You know, so you want to make sure that you are maximizing every moment and not complaining. You know, that complaining is not going to make it any better. It's going to actually make it harder. So I have so many books where I just sit and I journal. I'll say, dear God, you know, this is what I'm going through today. You know, give me wisdom in this situation. Or And a lot of times... I love when the Lord would have me go back and read journals that I had from 10 years ago, and it will begin to encourage you and lift your spirit. Even if you're going through a difficult time, sometimes the Lord takes you through an opportunity where he says, go on your shelf and get that journal. And I want you to turn to the fifth page and I want you to read where I showed up and, you know, just Sometimes you got to encourage yourself, you know, and even just thanking him, God, I thank you. Today was a difficult day, but that's an opportunity for us to give that day to him. So, you know, mm -hmm. do not worry, turn your worry into worship. Yeah. You know, so. Woo. Amen. Man, that, that's a great t-shirt. Turn your worry into worship. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of King David. Um, you know, it said that even whenever, you know, he was hiding out and Saul was tracking him down and he was going through all that. You know, the dude had to be pretty stressed out. I'm just saying, uh, you know, I don't know about y'all, but I don't have anybody trying to track me down, trying to kill me. But that would stress me out some. But it says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. So my question to you today is, what are you doing to encourage yourself in the Lord? Because discouragement is the opposite of encouragement. And discouragement is one of the uh, signs of being stressed out. You know, we talked a little bit about that in some of the previous episodes. If you really want to know where you're at and whether or not you're stressed, then look at, are, are you irritable? 
Are you snapping on your kids? Are you, you know, going off on your husband? Are you doing it? These are all signs that something is building and something is brewing. So we want to make sure in this episode that we give you some snippets of things that can help to reduce stress in your life. And so I know I've got my own personal things. So what about you, Jess? Jess, what kind of things do you do uh, in the natural? We all know that, you know, we want to run to the Lord and stuff, but what is something that you would do right now if you were super stressed out what's your what's your go-to <laughs> absolutely um real quick can i piggyback off of what Vanessa said too yes. i just want to point out to everybody how easily the enemy does this to us if you go into walmart in august they're already putting out you know christmas decorations for pete's sake <laughs> so i just want to point out and make everybody aware of how easy the enemy keeps us from being in the present. Uh, and back to what Maggie was asking me, what do I do? Um, I make it a point to, I live, you know, and, and maybe not everybody's this, um, you know, fortunate to live this close to the beach, but I, I will, I will take a day and tell the kids, get in the car, we are taking a drive to the beach. Or, you know, sometimes if I'm just way stressed out, I tell the kids, hey, I'll be back. I get in the car. I take a drive, you know, 30 minutes, I'll pump the worship music. And by the time I get back, you know, I'm refocused, I'm recentered, right? Um, it can be something like that. It can be even, I think um, Vanetta mentioned in the last uh, episode, or maybe it was uh, Samantha, I can't remember, but, you know, just going into the, into your bathroom for five minutes and just saying, Lord, like, you know, give me some perspective here. What's, what's going on, right? Um, but those are just some of the things that I do. I love that. I love that so much because many times um, one of the most effective things that I have found is journaling out my pain. And uh, it's super important. And, you know, Vanetta, you were talking about some of those older journals, pulling them out. That is a great encouragement. It's kind of like a prayer box. Have y'all ever kept a prayer box where you put your prayers, write them down, you put them in there. And then at the end of the year, you take it out and you see all the prayers that God has answered. I mean, it's th this is encouragement. These are things that we have to remind ourselves of that he has been with us in the past and he will be there in the future. And it doesn't matter what it looks like today. If we are present with him, we can do all things, but it's outside of him when we try to do things in our own strength is whenever we get messed up and we focus so much on tomorrow, we miss out on today's blessings. And I was in Costco yesterday or the day before and they had Christmas stuff over there. I was like, what? Snap, I'm still gardening. I'm planting my fall garden, y'all. Let me just stay in this element for a little while longer. But it's true. We have got to do what it takes. And if, if you're that person that needs that drive with the Holy Spirit and just listening to the worship music and letting it go or going to the beach, praise the Lord. I wish I was driving distance to the beach. But the reality is, is there are multiple things that we can do that help us not only emotionally, but there are things that we can do physically. And obviously, we're talking a lot about things we can do spiritually. So what about you, April? What is a, something that you have found in the in the natural to just reduce stress in your life? You know, you're you're a musician. Do you go and like strum on your guitar really hard and play certain chords or what, what, what do you do? Man, if it was stress, I think I would need drums, right? Like a whole drum yeah. set and go. Um, 
No, uh, it just depends. Um, if I'm like irritable and frustrated, I actually go and uh, do a cleaning spree on the house. So I take my frustrations out on the dishes <laughs> or whatever it is. But like, you know, and I try not to slam stuff around, but it's, uh, it's one of those things where for some reason, I don't know why, but uh, when everything else maybe seems to be chaotic or overwhelming or whatever. Those are things that are tangible that I can do, that I can control, that I know like I can start it, I can finish it and it's done. And mm -hmm. so those things are um, like, you know, chores would be, you know, just in general, it doesn't have to be like, you know, dishes or cleaning right. specifically, but anything that you have responsibilities for that are like a checklist oriented type of thing that you can actually control whether you get them done or not and that and that sort of brings uh brings you back it's it's almost its own grounding technique for me if you will and so that helps me to refocus and and realign and and do you know take that energy that's pent up inside my physical body which is what stress does and put it into something and if you notice like i don't know if you ladies notice but when we do any type of like chores and housework and stuff we burn calories and if you guys don't know this exercise releases endorphins and endorphins have that whole thing that impact on your brain where it like it gives you like that happy pill basically but in a chemical way in your body and it just works as a natural remedy to that stress and so um and as an added thought if you do have people in your life that don't mind hugs hugs do that as well they do yeah. they are a de-stressor and so sometimes you just need a hug so there's that too <laughs> that's really good i'm glad that you mentioned that because there are things that we can do physically that will reduce that you know oxy um was it oxytocin uh is uh is that the hormone that is secreted whenever you hug and uh it just it, it that it changes things chemically and so we are made up you know we are spirit soul and body and we have this temple that needs exercise and it needs releases and i love what you were saying april because i was thinking of that's productive stress <laughs> that's what you know the bible says that you know what the enemy means for harm, God turns around for good. Well, what April stress means for harm, she's going to turn around for good because she's going to have a clean house. She's going to have all those good, you know, hormones and all those uh, brain chemicals pumping. And <laughs> so I absolutely love that. That is a great way to relieve stress. And I have found myself doing that same technique in the past, but I find myself getting like slamming things. I don't like that. So I have to, I have to go and pray and breathe and, and worship and then go do it. Because if I go right into it, it'll be like those pots and pans will be needing a new set. I'm just saying. I'm just playing with y'all. I'm and being real. I'm being real because sometimes the stress is so overwhelming that we act and react in a physical way. I know before Christ, BC, okay, I was a hot mess. I was so full of pain and anguish and trauma and so much junk inside of me. You could just look at me the wrong way and I'd ooze out with anger. And so we have to find that place of God. What is something I can do? I've worshiped. I've gone to your word. Now, what can I physically to do to release some of this? And uh, maybe it's a prophetic act. Maybe you're supposed to, you know, go outside and dig a hole and, and throw your cares in there and cover it up. I don't know. I do that in the garden. Okay. I'm just saying, um, I use every opportunity I can to get rid of 
the stress in here and out there because I'm one of those high, you know, uh, energy people. You probably didn't notice that about me, but <laughs> I'm being funny there. You guys were supposed to laugh. So, <laughs> but, but we have to find a way to get that out. So it doesn't take residence in our physical body. So Vanetta, um, do you like exercise or do you uh, jog, run, walk or anything when you're real stressed out to relieve some of that pressure? No. Um, what I would do is contact a friend, someone that I know is a safe place, someone that I know that I could talk to, someone that I could just send a message and just say, could you keep me in prayer and just mm -hmm. tell them. You know, some some of the people I send a message to, I'll just tell them, you know, just pray as the Lord leads you for me. Yeah. You know, and just knowing that you have other people, you know, that's praying for you is very encouraging too. You know, so I would say definitely have at least one or two people that can pray for you and could even pray with you because it's something about people praying with you and listening to worship music that always ministers to me. You know, I'll just put on some worship music and just, and in the beginning, you may not even feel it. You may not even feel like worshiping the Lord, but sometimes you do got to tell your feelings where to go. You got to stop playing that music and just, you know, in faith, singing in faith, you know, and, and lifting your hands in faith. And, you know, you may not be able to lift your hands at that time, but it's something about allowing that music to just really just minister to you in that moment. So I would say phone a friend, you know, always have that friend in your back pocket that you could reach out to and a person that's a safe place that you can trust and a person that, you know, have a prayer life. Amen. Amen. So ladies, if you're watching this broadcast or men, if you're watching this, but I, I want to encourage you, you've just gotten three really good nuggets of truth that works to de-stress. Having a faithful, trusted conversation with someone that you know is going to pray for you, that releases the emotional part. Going on a drive, worshiping to the Lord, singing unto the Lord, going into his nature and stuff, that is going to help you to connect spiritually. And so it's going to increase, you know, every time you increase your spiritual walk, you know, your fleshly walk diet has to take submission. Okay. Uh, you just can't operate in that at the same time. <laughs> and then also like April was saying, take action and, and do something to release those things. So we're looking at a physical, emotional, and spiritual type of release. And there are many, many more, and we don't have time to go into all of them today, but I do want to talk about a scripture that came to remembrance earlier earlier today in Exodus 14, 14. And I think, let me see here. Um, let's see here. It says, therefore, no, that's the wrong one. Hold on. Ah, the Lord will fight for you and you will only have to be silent. There is something about being silent before the Lord. Sometimes we have to feel like we have to go in there. We have to fight the battle. We have to make them understand, or we have to change this person's mind. And we don't have to do any of that. We have to be still. And I was telling the girls about a song uh, by Rita Springer that has really been heavy on my playlist for a long time now. And it's called uh, Defender, Great Defender. And it says, hallelujah, you have saved me so much better your way. And it goes on talking about, um, it says, I, all I did was 
uh, praise and all I did was worship and all I did was bow down and all I did was stay still, stay still. And then it goes on talking about how God rescues us in times of trouble. So if that is you today and you're wondering what can you do to de-stress your life, Take heed to what these women of God have said tonight. Take heed to what they have said because you can release to the Lord spiritually. You can release emotionally and physically because he made you that way to where you could be able to walk in his truth. So whatever you're going through, it's not impossible. Whatever stressors are triggering you, God's got a solution. Everything that we need on this side of heaven is in his word. And so I encourage you to get in his word, study out the scriptures. You can even, you know, I, I hesitate to tell people to Google anything anymore because you can get some really weird stuff. There's some people out there called revisionists that are revising the word of God to fit their agenda. Be careful with that, but go to a trusted source like Bible gateway or, uh, you know, whatever app you use Bible app, and you can do a word search on anxiety or stress or things like that and meditate on the word meditate on what he says. Do a word study on that. We want to thank you for watching the broadcast. The next episode, we're going to talk about de-stressing in relationships and some other great things. So God bless you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.